Well, he's awake. He might be hungover. Definitely sobered up. He went to the Going Digital Behavioral Health live cocktail party to kick off the conference last night. Let's find out what happened. It's the June 9th episode of Health Tech Deals. You're listening to Health Tech Deals. I'm Jessica DeMassa, and this is the show where I ask Matthew Holt to weigh in on the week's most important deal flow in healthcare technology in just two minutes. Yes, Jess, I was there at the NASDAQ Center in San Francisco. Uh, Soame Tibibu running her uh, Going Digital Behavioral Health, I can't remember what the hell that thing is called, uh, which we're not on this year. We were on it last two years. Obviously, we ran out of stuff to say. <laughs> Either that or we wore out our welcome. <laughs> but all right, your fans were out in force. I oh, sure. Them, including the one who, uh, who, who said that he liked it because you were abusive to me. Yeah, you sent me this video about how it's like host abuse. And it's like, here I am thinking he's talking about how mean you are to me. And instead, no. Other way around. Uh, Bob Nix from Rio, one of your big fans. Apparently he likes you doing it, but uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Good session last night. There are still a million new behavioral health companies coming out of the woodwork. I met like four or five new ones I'd never heard of last night. And uh, well. What's hey, she, she, I saw on Twitter that she that Solomay posted there's more than 5,000 people registered for that conference. Well, it's pretty awesome. Like, I mean, everyone remember when that started? It was like just oh, so it was a few thousand. Also, do, doesn't cost anything to go, but she's got a ton of sponsorships. So oh, that, that's, that's awesome. That's fantastic. No, it's 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 uh, great. In fact, hey, and didn't you just watch the the pitch day for um, what's next ventures? Uh, what if? Yeah, what if? What if? What if? What if? Lots, lots, lots of. I mean, that's another. That's a, like a tiny incubator. I mean, they, uh, they're a both a venture syndicate, but also run a tiny indicator for cool stuff. I actually saw Peter Haynes, your friend from Big Health. I told hey. him. I told him who he has to buy. There is a Brazilian equivalent who was at the Water Ventures. So I'm I'm making deals, drinking red wine, finding out about you're abusing me. It's all going on at that one cocktail party just for a couple of hours, and I rode my bike there and some of the way back. Very healthy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I heard you say was you just ate a bunch of free food, drank a bunch of free drinks, and then spent a bunch of other people's money. Kind of stuff I like to do. Par for the course. Matthew Holt does health tech conferences. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, by, yeah. By, by, by the way, talk about health tech conferences. What are we supposed to mention? AHIP. We're going to AHIP. It's coming up not next week, but the week after. And if you want to register and join us there in beautiful Las Vegas with all of the health plan folks that you could possibly want to meet, head on over to the AHIP website. And when you reg, use the code THCB to get $100 off the registration price. Oh my God, your voice and promos are great. You can be selling, <laughs> selling beer on baseball commentaries, just like you know, Harry Carey used to. Yes, All from right. the EF conference discount to beer on <laughs> baseball. Something, something like that. On the other hand, uh, deals happening again. <gasps> yeah, money back all of a sudden. Here we go. Big round. $140 million for CareBridge brings our total up to $180 million. Oak HCFT led this one. What do they do, Matthew? So this is uh, at-home visits for Medicaid, including electronic visit verification, which is part of it, and a whole bunch of clinical support for for disabled and uh, at-home people for Medicare. So Oaks in this, they also funded Main Street Health. So Brad Smith, who used to be at Aspire, which was a palliative care thing that got sold to Anthem, 
now runs this thing. Amy Gleason's involved at Main Street Health, and they've funded a bunch of other stuff, and he's the executive chairman of this one, which is Cambridge, which is the biggest one yet. And OKHCF has funded that, and he's in this one with a bunch of Medicaid plans. This is obviously a skewing big deal in this area. There's some scuttlebutt about Smith and how he did this and what he was arranging while he was working for Medicare, and did he uh, slot the thing so that this would be more popular? You might talk to there are some people like Sachin Jane and others who don't particularly have great things to say, but... Uh, uh, I think it's an interesting uh, area that as Medicaid does more and more care at home, you're going to see more and more funding like this. All right. Now that benefits gets 40 million in a series B kicks are total up to 60 thrive capital led this one. There's a ton of investors in this. Yeah, this is sort of a, uh, as far as I can tell, this is basically in a sort of HR professional review search engine of different benefits um that you can do so i don't know much about it but there's probably a lot of help required in that area kind of taking what mercer and the towers probably do for the big guys and bringing it down a scale all right what about bicycle health they are a telehealth clinic for substance use disorder they're focused on uh, medication first kind of approach they get 50 million brings their total up to 80 so many of these people right addiction substance use disorder mental health uh, they have both a direct consumer option for like 200 bucks a month but also selling the health plans group therapy medication and all the rest of it a lot of a crowded space here. All right, lots of buzz about this one. Bain Capital buys Leantas. Explain this to me. So Leantas is one of the uh, many companies doing kind of data integration for hospitals and doing sort of hospital operation AI stuff like back in approved hospitals. Um, they have 500 hospital clients. They've raised 250 million. The other people you may know in this space is Cuventus, uh, our friend, Willie uh, Gargan's people there. So like trying to figure out how to make hospitals work more efficiently using data. So theoretically a pr- pretty good idea. I don't get this. So Insight Partners and Goldman Sachs were in this and they bought them out completely. So Bank Capital now has bought this, presumably taking it public. Uh, how much, you know, we don't know how much they spent. We don't know how much money these guys are making, but you know, they're probably doing okay if they're 500 hospital clients. Uh, and, you know, this is one of those things where what is happening inside the hospital is getting more and more complex and confusion. confusing. Uh, I spoke, by the way, with the people from Graphite, who I said that it sounded to me like they were just the same as, uh, as, as, as Judy Faulkner's uh, uh, Epic App Orchard and somewhat similar to Camure. And having had a long conversation with them, I'm not a lot clearer as to exactly what the difference between all these people are. But clearly, what's happening inside the hospital and who is drinking whose milkshake in the hospital technology space? Then who came up with that idea yeah. um, is going to is going to be a bigger and bigger deal as hospitals need to get more and more efficient. The other thing that's going on right is can you replace labor with intelligence because hospitals are out of labor. There's just how how many people do we see get funded who had the hospital staffing agencies? But oh my god, like dozens. Yeah, so that's so yeah, it's something test interesting. I uh, hope you will find out more one day when bank capital sells when they go public. But for these private equity deals, it's very murky as to who's doing what and how much was paid and how it's going. So you'll have. One day we'll find out. Yeah, lots of buzz about this one. They've been around for a long time, I think. About, about 2010 they started. And, you know, I think, yeah. I think a lot of companies were started in those early days around sort of, you know, health catalysts and that kind of thing. As well. Yeah. yeah. About, I mean, data on the inside of hospitals making them more efficient. How all that works, I don't know. Hospitals are very confusing to me. <laughs> Those should all be put out of business soon, but apparently not yet. <laughs> Well, they've got those robust investment funds that you love to talk about. They do, although I spent the last few months, they probably aren't quite as robust as they were before. But, you know, it's, it's like my friend, the, uh, the, the, the stock analyst, wrote to me in uh, late 2019 saying, you know, this stuff is incredibly expensive by historical standards due to sell everything. 
Um, I spoke to him the other day. He actually said he did sell everything in January. I said, well, how? But if you'd sold other thing in 2019, did you miss out on the two years of it went up before you sold again in January this year? And, and I, of course, grew on your advice, so I bought everything in January. Oh, right. Yes. You're going to throw me under the bus for this because you did not listen to me. You heard like pieces of my advice and mixed up buy with sell and sell with buy. And now it's my fault. I had the high and then sell at the lows. I sold. Are you going to join the class action lawsuit against Teladoc? <laughs> well, I saw it. that and I was like, oh no, I know how much you love to complain about your TDoc stock. And I was like, <laughs> there are some people taking action. Class action. Like, uh, I mean, look, there's, there are class actions against any stock when it goes down by a huge amount. They say the, you know, the board misrepresented this, that, and the other. But I mean, how, how can you, how can you be real about a stock that goes from whatever fifty to three hundred and make down to fifty and make a thirty and after hundred? The article I read on it, I can't remember where it was at, but they were talking about how it was just like Teladoc completely grossly underestimated the level of competition in the chronic condition management and mental health care space. So I did talk to Marty Fensel last night. Uh, <laughs> Take a running start and try that again, please. <laughs> Marty Fensel, my friend, the venture capitalist from Health Velocity Partners. And he said, look, it was very unfair for those people because there were four big companies, right? There was... Teladoc, Amwell, Doctors on Demand, and MD Live doing telehealth. And they were all, you know, happy the people you, that they used. But as soon as the pandemic happened, everyone had to move on the Zoom and FaceTime and, like, get a Doximity and DoxyMe. And, you know, oh it messed up their market completely. So it's just that actually the, the, the pandemic, short of hurting those companies, actually help, helping those companies actually hurt them all because telemedicine is a big thing and no one understood the difference between them. So you might be right. So let's blame the pandemic. I'm going to sue... Let's Chinese government, that. fish market, lab, whatever, wet market. Somebody somewhere can be sued, surely. Well, let's let's learn a valuable lesson here that it's like nobody could tell the difference between those four that had been in business for like a decade plus, all of them. <laughs> so new health tech companies now, make sure you do your comms job early on so that when that happens, people can tell the difference between you. We'll <laughs> We're looking at you, kidney care space. We're looking at you. <laughs> Among others. <laughs> among all right. All right. Okay. <laughs> For more complaining about the Teladoc stock that he's purchased and holding on to, head on over to Twitter and follow Matthew at Bolty Boy. I'm over there at Just Amasa, not giving out any stock tips at all ever again to anyone. Not like I even wanted to in the first place. I was pushed. <laughs> and to never miss an episode of Health Tech Deals, head on over to thehealthcareblog.com and sign up for our email newsletter. You'll get all of these episodes and the best from the blog delivered directly into your inbox every week or so whenever we feel like sending it out. Coming very soon, I promise. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll hold my breath for it. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. <laughs>